What's up, party people? Welcome back. This is another episode. Happy Thursday to you all. And um, I'm here with my good buddy, John Woody Gotts, in person, in the flesh, in the spirit, all of the above. And um, yeah, we're just going to talk supernatural. Um, Woody, good to have you here, bud. Thank you. Glad to be here. Good. Good. I'm glad that you're glad to be here. Um, Okay, so let's just not dilly-dally. This is the Jesus is Supernatural podcast. We talk about supernatural stories, some of them involving uh, angels, some of them involving Jesus, some of them involving aliens. You know, it goes uh, kind of bounces around to all sorts of things. And I know that you had something. So let's jump in because I hate small talk and you know that. So what do you want to share with the people today? Yeah, um, I think I'll do one of my favorite encounters. It could be kind of controversial, but kind of not controversial all at the same so time. So this is an encounter that you had. This is an encounter that I had personally. Okay. Um, Lay it on me. All right. So it was my first year at BSSM, Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. A little shout out there. Um, did three years there. But it was my first year there, and we were doing, we were in the middle of worship. And actually, do I want to tell that story first, or do I want to tell a different story, dude? Um, I'll start off. I'll start off with the, with a different one before I go into that one. So, in the, my initial part of first year uh, school, I like struggled so much with uh, feeling the Lord and and like hearing Him, like in a room. So it was like even when people were in worship or when people were in rooms. It was like, is the presence of the Lord there? And I could see people just getting super like stoked and you can almost see the presence of the Lord on people and like their excitement because they could feel them. But for three months, I felt nothing, like nothing mm. at all. And it was just so crazy. And I remember sitting there and I was, I was sitting up in, I was sitting up in like the third heaven at the time, which is like the third, the one of the top seats in the civic center at Reading. And I was just asking the Lord, I was like, Lord, I can't feel you. Like, I am like straight up depressed. Like, I don't feel any joy. I don't feel like happiness. Like, I don't feel sad. I'm just, I just don't really feel anything. It's just, it was just a really weird, weird thing. And I was like talking to the Lord about it. I was like, why can't, why can't I just feel you? Um, and I was like, sometimes I hear you, but sometimes I don't. And so, you, so it's just like an overall lack of feeling. Overall, it's not even that you're depressed. You're just yeah. literally overall numbing. lack of feeling. You're numb, especially in like in like the school environment or just or at church or anything like that. Okay. And so I'm sitting there and I'm asking the Lord. I was like, Lord, what is going on? I don't understand. Like this isn't what like I came here for. I came to get close to you. I came, I came here to feel you. Yeah. And you know, I kind of sat there for a minute and then I, I heard him, I heard him reply and he was like, he told me that he, that he took away my feelings for, for this season. And that season was only a couple, was only a couple months, but he said he took away my feelings for that season wow. so that I wouldn't rely on my feelings and what the room was feeling Wow! in order to move in the spirit but i would actually rely on his words and his voice so wow. from that moment on it, it kept going for like another month or two but it kind of it kind of changed because when i was when i was in a room and i was like okay lord i i don't know re- i 
don't really know what's going on in the room. I don't know what you're doing in the room. Lord, what, what are you doing? And he's like, today, right now, I'm spreading joy in the room. Mm. So I got to, while so I didn't. So this is, this is you void of feeling and void just of, hearing the void word of joy. Just, it was, it was super interesting. And then basically I would just, from, from that moment on, I would, I'd ask. And then as soon as he told me, told me what he was doing in the room, then even though I didn't feel it, I would respond to it. So I would, I would sing with joy or, you know, dance with joy or, you know, just something along those lines. Or if it was like, I want people to prophesy, then I would just go prophesy. Even though I wasn't feeling, I didn't get a feeling, oh, like, I think I should prophesy or I think I should sing for joy or I think I should cry right now. Um, I would just act on what he was doing in the room. And that lasted for about, um, probably about a month or two after I had that, that encounter with the Lord. And I think it really set me up because, you know, there's just sometimes in life when it's just like you're feeling a ton of stuff, um, regardless of your what you're doing in life, whether it's like in your job or whether you're at church and you're just picking up sometimes other people's feelings or you're picking up your family's feelings or your friend's feelings. And it really helped me not to partner with some of those feelings because sometimes that's just negative. And I was just able to be like, okay, well, Lord, what are you doing in the room? Or, or what are you doing in my life? And then you would oh, hear his voice. And then I was able to respond to his voice rather than a feeling. Um, because even the enemy uses feelings sometimes. And I've seen it where the enemy will use feelings to shift the room in the church because they didn't listen to the Lord, but they were relying on their feelings and what they what they felt mm, in the spirit. Wow. And they were just feeling the wrong spirit. Wow. So, so do you think do you think it was more of a revelation for for you in a moment, or it was more of like the Lord preparing you for something else? Like what do you what did you get from that? Um, I think it was both. Initially, I thought it was just for me in the moment, um, because you know it was basically it was all about about me because I didn't have any feeling. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> so, so I really wasn't wasn't thinking. <laughs> I or, mean, let's be honest. Everything yeah. is about us, right? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so I wasn't really thinking or caring about what what it was if it would affect someone in the future. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think it was both. I think it was for me in the moment to strengthen and just make my relationship with the Lord go deeper. Because you you get to go deeper when you're when you're actually communicating rather than relying on feelings. Wow, um, that's so good. So that was great. But then also even uh, moving forward, that's even something that I would tell my students when I was a third year, and even something I tell my students now um, at, down in Belize with our school, Kavod uh, Kavod School of Supernatural Ministry. It's just like you got you can't just rely on feelings. You actually got to hear the voice of the Lord. Like, it's okay to sometimes act on those, like, I feel this, but sometimes it's better just to, I feel this, Lord, is this your feeling, or am I feeling something else in the room? And wow. so that's something that, that I tell a lot of my students, and then sometimes I'll go over it in some of our RGs as well. But, yes, yeah, so I think it was both. I think it was for me in the moment, but I also think it was for something greater, and I think it'll continue to be for something greater in the future as well. I just think that's so interesting and, and quite frankly i could see how people would find that controversial especially feelers would hate that yeah. i think um and i can imagine as as i don't identify as a feeler but i do feel yeah. uh atmospheres rooms all sorts of stuff but i'm like 
wow, I'm just imagining a room full of people and you teaching that too and, and just feeling the oppression by the spirit of religion within them that's like, no, my feelings are valid. Validate me, validate me, you know? And well, and then the Lord being like, uh, actually, no, you can just talk to me regardless yeah. of, even if you're feeling nothing, yeah. you know, let alone whatever else. Absolutely. I think one of the biggest issues with feelers is they're feelers and they feel everything. Right. And sometimes... They don't know how to be a thermostat. They don't know how to, yeah, they don't know how to be a thermostat. So they're just picking up everything that's in the atmosphere, everything that's in the room, whether it's from the Lord or not, and then they act on that. And so I think it's it's great, you know, because feelers, feelers hear the Lord. They hear the Lord. Sure. Everybody does. Sure. So. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a great, that's great. I mean, you know, the reason I asked you that question is because I feel like, you know, what I've learned in my own my own ministries and like speaking at places and, and, you know, going all over the country and, and out of the country and the things that I'm experiencing in a moment or even like in a specific vision trance in the moment, I'm so aware of like, wow, this is totally for me. Mm-hmm. 100%. The Lord is meeting me in a moment. How beautiful is it? And then I get like, I get like three to six months down the road. And then I'm like, Oh, that moment had nothing to do with me. It was a million percent so that this person could receive this. I could teach it here. I could explain this, share with the people later. And so I'm always curious of like, do other people experience that? Do they feel like it's the same kind of thing for them or, you know, whatnot? So I, you know, I love that. I love that you're like, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of both because it, it always is. And, we're the main character in our own stories, mm-hmm. you know, why pretend anybody else gets to be. Mm-hmm. So, um, you were going to share another story. I was going to share another story. And but first, I just really want to comment on the fact of the loudness of the atmosphere. You know, because it is a loud environment. We don't normally podcast out in, um, in the middle of, uh, in the middle of the town, you know, and, um, but I think it's funny because we went to a spot. That we was did. closing down. We did. And somehow. Thinking it's going to be dead quiet because they're almost empty for the day. And, and then surely all of the nonsense had gone home and, and it has popped off. It yeah. has. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. It's, I just uh, thought that was it's funny a great it was... thing to bring up. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. And uh, welcome welcome to the. Um, welcome to the real world. Welcome to the real world. Um, okay. Yeah. You were going to share another story, but I know what story you were going to share. And a billion percent, I know that that could be controversial, and I think yeah. that that would be a wonderful addition. I'll share. I'll episode. share the uber controversial one last. I'll share the semi-controversial. Ooh, okay, one. we're working our way up the cycles. Yeah, let's go. Um, so the second, the second encounter that I had with the Lord. Well, it wasn't the second one that I've had, but the second one that I was going to talk about was probably. So I was in worship, and I was sitting there worshiping the Lord and I was I remember I was like struggling because at the time this was in first year and like every human we have our struggles and I first year I was struggling with uh, pornography and I just remember just you know asking the Lord I was like Lord I can't like how do I I need to stop this like this isn't of you like Lord we need to deal with this we need to deal with this right now because I'm so I'm so tired of it and I I remember like sitting there, and then I kind of like, kind of had this this vision, and I was like, I was in front, I was outside the doors, of the throne room, and I remember I was outside the doors, and I had these bags with me, and the bags were 
where the was the sin the sin of my life and i was like lord we got to deal with this baggage um like we got to deal with this like right now and the lord said just put it at the door come on in and worship me and i was like no lord like we got to deal with the baggage before i can even come in and worship you like we got to get this out of the way and he's like just put it at the door i'll deal with it come inside and worship me and so i argued with him for probably a solid like five five to, five to ten minutes this is during worship so it's like worship's playing and i'm like no lord you gotta do it so finally i got tired of it because i i you know i love worship and i just want to worship and i was like okay lord you'll deal with it and in reality he was dealing with the with the baggage just it just wasn't in a way that i was expecting i was expecting him to talk to me and stuff but in reality he's the one that takes care of our sin you know he washes us clean we don't do anything he's the one that takes care of care of it all and so i sat at the door and I go in the I go in the I go in the throne room. I see the throne room. And it's beautiful, um, and I'm in there for probably about five seconds, and then it the whole the whole vision shifts, and it's I'm sitting on this kind of like this hilly slope next to this stream, and the father is sitting right next to me, um, uh, the father Yahweh. So the father's sitting right next to me. And Good clarification, just in case you know. Yeah. I do have uh, uh, non. Um, I do have people that don't have any idea who who the father would be. Yeah, I thought of that. And they, I was like, they do listen. Let's, you let's know, clarify this. Got, yeah, I'm let's like maybe this. they think you're talking about uh, Erebus or something. You know, <laughs> the father of the dead. No, no, no. no. Yahweh. We're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about Yahweh, God yeah. of the Jews, God of the Jews, and uh, my God, actually. Because I'm, I'm grafted in, baby. So, uh, I'm sitting there with the Father, and I'm like, Lord, I just want to worship you. Because, you know, this whole time I was just like, he's telling me to come to the throne room and worship you. And so I was like, I, I finally set my baggage down, and now I'm sitting there next to him. And I was like, well, and he was like, well, why don't we just talk? And I was like, Cool. All right, and, and, you know, anybody wants to talk with the Lord because you're just going to ask him questions. And I was like, sweet, okay. Um, I, I kind of want to worship you, but if you just want to talk, you know, you're not going to argue with the Lord, even though sometimes you do. Um, but when it's, in that, when it's in that nice of a setting, you don't want to. And uh, I was like, okay, Lord, well, well, what should we talk about? What do you, what do you want to talk about? Um, and, and he goes, you know what? We don't need to talk right now. You just need to be held. And he like grabs me and pulls me in and he starts holding me. And in that moment, I just like start crying, not only in like in the vision, but also physically. I'm just weeping because he's just like, you just need to be held right now. You, wow. just, you just need love. You just need my love. And it was just so beautiful because it goes from the moment. And he actually did deal with my sin. It wasn't in the way that I was expecting it. But he told me to leave it at the door because it's his to take care of. It's not ours to take care of. And then when I walked into worship him, I worshiped him, and then I got into a one-on-one -on -one space with him. And then he was just taking care of my needs. And he was just like, it doesn't matter what you've done. I still love you. I'm mm -hmm. still going to hold you. And I, so I sat there for the rest of worship just being held, held by the Father. And then um, as, it was nearing, as, it was, as the vision was nearing an end, I heard the Lord say, uh, he's like, and you can come back 
you can come back to this moment anytime you want to. Just come, just come right on back. I'll hold you anytime. And I was like, okay, sweet. And that, so that was the ending of that first encounter. And it leads into this second kind of more controversial one. And so the next day, I'm like, heck yeah, I'm going to be held by the Lord. And so we're in worship again. Not that you have to have encounters during worship, but I was. this is where I decided to do it. But anyways, um, we're in worship again. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go sit with the Lord, and I'm going to be held by the Lord, and it's going to be great. Mm. And so I go there, and I'm like, I'm being held by the Lord. Um, again, five seconds doesn't pass by. And the Lord looks at me, and he goes, you... Oh, wait, no, 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 sorry. What happened was, we, we're getting there, he's holding me, and I say, you know what? I want, I want, I don't want it just to be the Father here. I want to hang out with the Trinity. I want to hang out with the Father. I want to hang out with the Son, who's Jesus, and I want to hang out with the Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost, uh, however you prefer the, that name. And so I was like, I want to invite the, the, the Son and, and the Holy Spirit. So I'm like, okay, can, I, can we invite them? And he's like, absolutely. And, you know, uh, Jesus, he sits down right next to me. Um, and then Holy Spirit shows up, and this is the controversial part. And I look up, and I see the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is a woman. And she has. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's and, break the norms. And so I'm like, uh, I'm like, well, Lord, I don't agree with this. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it is a woman. And he, and you know, she was a beautiful woman. She had this beautiful blue sundress <laughs> with little flowers on it. Wow. Um, and so. I'm like, kind of like, now I'm back in that arguing state with Lord. I was like, Lord, this is, this is weird. Like, this is I don't, breaking my theological boxes. Yeah, this is breaking my theological boxes. I don't know if I agree with this. Um, and so I'm like, kind of sitting there. I was like, Lord, I don't know. I don't know about this. And he's like, well, you just, you invited them. You invited the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit's here. Are you, are you going to complain the entire time? Or Ooh, come on. Are you going to let her in? And I was like, okay, fine. I'm just, I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to roll with it. And I'm like, okay. And so right after that, that's when the not even five seconds goes by. So not even five seconds later, the, whole, uh, the father says, you don't need to be, you don't need to be held right now. You need joy. And as soon as he said that, the Holy Spirit leaped up because she was sitting next to me. She leaped up, threw out her hand and said, dance with me. Wow. Will you dance with me? And it was really great. Um, sorry, I got a little teary there. And so we danced with me, and I was like, man, uh, I don't know, because I had a little bit of fear, man. I was like, I don't know if I want to dance with you Wow. at the moment. So, the, But then I, I was like, okay. Shabba. So I, t- I took her hand, and I got up, and I started to dance with her. And then she, t- she took the lead, and she started to dance around me. And... It was a beautiful moment, and I was—I remember I was—I was a little teary-eyed, but um, I kind of looked at the father and I was like, "I know I'm not really dancing with her; she's just kind of dancing around me." And then, as soon as I said that, I realized that as she was dancing around me, she was surrounding me with joy, and it was almost like it was almost like I was—I was at the base of wow. like a of a hole 
and she was at the top of the uh, she was at the top of the hole and she was just pouring in wow just joy wow. Ar- around me and i got so stoked and happy and i was like oh, this is amazing wow and then and then you know we sat we sat back down after that and i was like wow i'm just so happy and as as soon as we Again, I don't know why the Lord does things in like five seconds, but five seconds later, um, like five seconds later, it's just, she grabs my hand again and almost like pulls me inside of, I'm sorry, I hit the mic, and almost pulls me inside of my heart. And I just kind of see myself go inside of my heart Wow! in the encounter. Wow. Being, being pulled into the heart of God. Yeah. No, my heart. It was my heart. She pulls me into my heart. She's pulling you into your heart. Into my heart. Yeah. Okay. So she pulls me into my heart, and I sit there, and I'm looking, and it's there's this house right in front of me. And, oh, wow. She pulls this house. Or not this house. She's, we're standing in front of this house. And it's she's like, this is my home. Wow. Inside of my, inside of my heart. Wow. And it was really great. But it, you know, it made me realize, cause again, the, the day before, the day before I was struggling with the fact that I had sin in my life and that I was struggling with pornography. And immediately she said that. I was like, I'm so sorry. Wow. I'm so sorry for, uh, for bringing stuff into your home, you know that's not of you. That's like it's sin. Wow. And she was like, "I love you." So it's okay. I'll deal with it. Wow. And so uh, we go back in, and uh, or we don't go back in. We we then go into the house, and she's showing me around the house, and you know there's like there's a library with, with books, and then you know there's a kitchen. And you know, there's like a, you know, you walk in. There's a little entrance area for coats and jackets. And, you know, dining area. There's an upstairs. I actually haven't gone up up the stairs. And we go outside, and um, you know, there's a garden, garden in the back. And then, uh, you know, we go back out into the front. And again, I you know, I break down, and I'm like, I'm so sorry for for forget all the sin that I bring in my life and you know she she grabs my hands and she looks at me and she goes this is my home mm-hmm. I love my home wow I never want to leave and she repeats that three times and she goes this is my home I love my home I never want to leave and, you know I'm crying she's like when that stuff comes in I'll deal with it and she scrapes something off the house mm-hmm. and it looks perfect again and I was like, "Oh, it's so beautiful." And then we go, we go back into the backyard, <laughs> and I'm looking at the garden. She's planting stuff in the garden, and it's just this beautiful, beautiful garden. And then, like again, silly, silly me. <laughs> I'm so like, we, like we all are. We always get so caught up in our sin and just let the sin be the focus of our lives. I'm like, I'm so sorry for planning the wrong things in my life. And she looks at me almost, um almost angry but out of love and she says it's fine when you plant things that aren't of me in your heart i will rip them out 
and she pulls a weed out of the garden. She's like, you don't have to worry about that. And so, and then that's kind of where that encounter ended. And so I, that was probably one of the most impactful encounters that I've had wow. in my life. Cause it was just like really taking hold that the, the heart, you know, you read it in the Bible, the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. But, you know, I could live, I could live in a lot of places and it not be my home. And then the fact that the Holy Spirit would say that this, this is my home, despite all my, my sins, you know, my transgressions, despite all that, she, my heart is her home and she never wants to leave. And mm. she loves her home. So that was probably one of the most impactful um, encounters that I've that wow. Wow, it's so beautiful. It's like getting what a perspective shift. What a, what an identity uh, like identity. <laughs> what an identity moment. Like mm-hmm. of just like this is where I want to be, regardless of what's around me and like yeah. whatever comes into the house, whatever gets thrown on. Like mm-hmm. I can actually just fix. You know, like like God's not moving on just because the home gets a little dirty. You yeah. know, like. Oh, I love it. And I love when the Holy Spirit shows up like a woman because, you know, biblically, ladies and gentlemen, um, that's how the Holy Spirit is described over and over and over and over again. So, you know, uh, not making a statement, just saying facts, bro. Mm-hmm. Just spitting facts. So yeah. don't know what it means. Interpret it yourselves. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. We have. See, I love this. This is one of my favorite parts, right? Because um, hopefully the people enjoy my solo episodes as much as I do. Because really what it is, is it's me soapboxing mixed with me telling fun stories. And um, But what I love is about this one in particular when I have guests is that we can go into multiple stories. We can share multiple things. Mm-hmm. And normally when I share a story, I go in thinking, okay, today's episode I'm going to share this story and then this story and then this story. And then I only share one and I never make it to story number two or three. And so I'm like, ah, dang. So I love that we've already gotten through two. Yeah. Pat myself on the back. I had no involvement in that, but I'm so happy that we made it through well, two. Well, I, I, am, I am short-winded and you're not. So. <laughs> I'm not short-winded. That's so true. I wish I was sometimes. It is a blessing and a curse. Um always being prepared and sometimes you say stupid things in front of a bunch of people that you just met like uh quoting pop culture references that nobody understands <laughs> but um <laughs> which may have happened to me recently um okay but i'm so excited because i know for a fact that this last story you just shared it with me yesterday yeah. and i told you you have got to share this on the podcast you have to because i love controversy I love controversy. I love encounters. First of all, let me let me backtrack. I love encounters. I just love the way people hear God, how different he is for each individual person, how somebody can have like, you know, like me, you know, can meet Holy Spirit on mushrooms and have a life encountering moment. And then other people can be, you know, grow up in the church their entire lives, never have that reality of like, they don't know God. They don't know that he doesn't exist like, or does exist. Like they don't know all these things. Um, and it can be completely different worlds. And I think people are always thinking the grass is always greener on the other side, you know, like 
Um, people that don't have a story, they grew up in the church. I get this all the time. People are, that will tell me in confidence, right? Like, oh, I never, I never did drugs. I never did this. I never did that. Like, I've just always known God. And I wish I had a story like yours. And I'm like, no, you don't, dude. You think you do, right? Because of the people that like me that have those kinds of stories, the one thing that's consistent amongst us is I wish I had the other story. Like everybody's always like, I wish my story was their story. And no, you don't. Like you just, it's just the way that our minds kind of play tricks on us. And um, I wouldn't say our minds, I'd say the enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the enemy, right? The enemy um, does so, like tries to make you think that that somebody else's story is better than your own. And it's not, it's just not your story. And um, so I love that. Mm -hmm. And I love encounters of people's stories. But I also like pressing buttons because, as I've said on this podcast many times, I live to kill the spirit of religion and every man, woman, and child on the face of the planet. And this is one of those stories that I think just mm, pierces that a little bit. And so, without further ado, please, Woody, just tell the people the story because I think it's remarkable. All right. So, it was... uh... You're at a, this yeah. is in the physical, right? This, this, I mean, it's the Holy Spirit, but it's in the physical that you're like at a house, right? Yes, I was at yeah. a house. So we went over, I got invited to this, uh, it was referred to as a tongue tea party. Tongue, tongue tea party? Tongue's tea party. Okay. So, uh, tongue's tea party, <laughs> oh and speaking gosh, of I tongues, it it's, so a, much. it's a gift of the Holy Spirit where the Spirit speaks out. Um, I just explained this. This oh, is my did? last episode. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, yeah. perfect. Well, it was if, all tongues. If you don't know what tongues is, go back <laughs> and you haven't, if you haven't listened to the last episode, go back, listen to the last episode and then come back for this this part of the story because then you'll understand it a little bit more. Um, so, tongue tea party. Going for a tongue uh, tongue tea party and I, so we go there and there's like, I think like eight of us, eight of us there. No, sorry, like six of us. And we go in and, you know, we go with exchange pleasantries like, oh, hello, how are you doing? Um, you know, blah, blah, blah. We get, we get, we actually get tea. And so I got my tea and I'm like, all right, I'm ready for this. Um, and basically the whole premise of it was we were just supposed to speak in tongues, worship the Lord and drink tea with, with friends. There was no agenda uh, behind it other than other than worshiping the Lord and speaking in tongues. That was, that was it. So that's what we're doing. Um, speaking in tongues. And then, and so you're speaking in tongues and worship is happening at the same time and, or no? Uh, yes and no. So there's no, so some people are speaking in tongues, but some people are singing and some people are worshiping in tongues. <laughs> so kind of like a, a trinity of it's, sorts yeah, of trinity, things happening. Okay. A trinity of, of sorts. A trifecta. Trifecta. And um, so that's going on. And so I'm, I think, yeah, I was just kind of speaking in tongues and, you know, and then I kind of go into, again, into this type vision type deal. Um, and this makes it sound like I go into visions like a ton and I like I see a lot. I really don't. I've had these, like three of them. I would love to go into them a lot. But the, these are like really the, only, the ones that I've shared so far are really the, some of the few that have actually had this much detail in them. So that's I what, mean, hey, we all need more. Yeah, we all need more. more so that's kind of why I'm sharing them. But so we're there and I'm like, okay, speaking in tongues. And I feel myself get like taken, uh, you know, taken to heaven. And 
the we're in I was again in the throne room and we're worshiping the Lord. This time I didn't have any baggage and I was just worshiping the Lord. Um, so I was worshiping the Lord and I remember sitting there and I was like I was expecting to see like a ton of a ton of uh, angels and stuff in the in the throne room and when I when I would look around but when I looked around the first the first thing I saw the first line of worshipers that I saw were all the saints were all the saints and others you know that are still alive because you know once you once you're a believer you are a saint the Lord's redeemed you he's made you a saint it's not like the Catholic, it's not like the Catholic religion and you know people are praising around me so um, but it's not like the Catholic religion where you have to do something spectacular to be a saint well, the spectacular that happens is when you accept Jesus Christ into your heart is the moment you become a saint and so I've seen this and I see this first line and I go I go whoa that's that's so interesting and I'm like that's like where are the angels and the the Holy Spirit goes, they're behind you. Mm. They're behind the saints. And it was, I was like, what? I was like, okay. I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. And he's like, they're, they're behind you for, for two reasons. And one is because they're under you. So you get, you get the front row of worshiping the ah, creator. Because that's, we're made in his image. It's, it's, it's so beautiful. And then the second one was, which I still, I still kind of struggle with it, but is, was so that they're behind us as well. So that we're constantly creating new ways to worship the Lord. And the angels will look at us sometimes for those new ways so they can join in partnership in ways of worship that they never would have come up with mm. before to worship the Lord. Um, Wow, interesting. Okay. Yeah. The reason I don't, I kind of struggle with that one even even now to this day is because it's like, I feel like they take their eyes off the Lord. So I'm like, to look at us, but I'm like, I don't know. That's just kind of where my mind goes in in that. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Well, that doesn't break my theology box. So <laughs> yeah, it, maybe it does somebody, but yeah. I'm like, sure, the angels can do that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. does that mean their focus is off them? I don't think so. <laughs> no. They're just curious. Yeah. So anyways, I worship there for a moment. Um, and then, I, you know, the Holy Spirit shows me and goes, you know, he goes, you know, each person is given a number of angels. Sure. Yeah. Not just as protection. Sure. For them, but for them to command to go do things. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, okay. Like, I kind of already knew that. And... Like I see this door open and a whole bunch of angels flood out in front of me, and I was and he was like, <laughs> or the Holy Spirit was like, yeah, these are these are your angels. They're not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> they're just sitting there waiting oh, for a lazy command. Lazy angels, let's go. They're, they're just and I was like, oh, my bad, because <laughs> you know I'm in command of the, <laughs> of those angels. Don't be lazy with your angels. Don't people. be yeah. And I was like, okay. Um, so then, you know, I was like, I love America. So I was like, okay, we're going to send the angels to America sure. to Makes protect, sense. protect yeah. the angels yeah. and I'll, or to protect the angels, to protect, to protect America. Yeah. And I was like, apple pie, baby. And, you know, I sent them up there and in my mind's eye, 
aisle, I, I can kind of see them going to the United States, but they, they don't fully surround it because there wasn't enough of them. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, wait. Holy Spirit, where would where would you send the angels? Would you? Send? Oh, inter- twist. Interesting. Okay. And I was like, I actually, because uh, I was like, I'm new to this. I, I don't know what to do here. And so I was like, you teach me? Like, where, where should I send the angels? And she was like, I think you should put them around Belize. Wow. And I was like, okay. So then I sent the angels around Belize and um, they lined up in the ocean and then also around the land border. So not only on the land borders, but also in the ocean um, <clears throat> over at Bluestone. I was like, okay. And then side story, uh, we were we were doing a cool secret mission. Sure. And I was in, in Belize. This was in the physical. This is actually happening. We're doing some stuff for the Lord. Uh-huh. Um, that I can't give. Things any, we can't talk about things, on the podcast. Yeah, things we can't yeah. talk about on the but podcast. But good things. Good but things. Very good things. And we're on the we're on the waters, and we're going out on this boat. And I'm sitting there, and we go, go you know, going on the ocean. Is that your boat? That was sound? my boat sound. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it's like a smaller boat. Um, so that's the boat. Yeah, hit, it's like hitting the waves. Down on the hitting waves. the waves, but also the motor. That's awesome. And I was like, okay, here we, here we go. And then I, t- I get taken back to this moment, and it op- kind of opens up my eyes and almost it was kind of a mixture of between my mind's eye and in the physical as we're passing this, this line that was going almost going out into like the international waters part or like crossing sure. over into the next country's waters or whatever it was. I almost see these massive angels that were lining it up that had like lined it up. And I go, and then I hear the Holy spirit say, do you remember you put these angels here? Mm, wow. And they're, they're protecting. And, and how much time has passed between that and, and the encounter? At least, I would say at least six months. Wow. Six months. Come on, man. You can't eat what you ate for breakfast. You can't yeah. remember what you ate for breakfast yesterday. Like, don't tell me it's not God. Rem- ah, it's yeah. so cool. It's like six months later, you're not going to remember unless it's the Lord. Like, yeah. You're not going to remember that encounter yeah. and let alone get reminded of it. Come on now. So that was really cool. That was just a cool little side story That's about awesome. that. Um, and then, and then, you know, the Lord's talking to me and he's like, you you he's talking to me about how i'm like a general in his army and i, I have these things i have angels to command and then he also he also says and you can you are you are meant to command uh also saints as well that's the position that i've given you you are you are a leader in the in the saints you know because there are there are there are positions it doesn't mean that sure. better sure, 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 than sure. than anybody right it just means that i have uh, somewhat say and control. It's right. Just, it means P- Peter and John got to go to the top of the hill and the other yeah. ones, you know, didn't. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, that's, that's so cool. Who was the third one? There's another one. Peter, James and John? I don't think James went. What were the three? I don't think it's, I think it's just Peter and John. No. I could be wrong. Not a transfiguration? Pretty sure there's three. When they raced up to the hill? No, 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 the no. The two? No, 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 no. Now, when uh, he's when Jesus goes on the mountain transfiguration, oh, and he goes to tr- when he transfigure. goes with Moses and uh, oh, Moses and Elijah come down, and it's it's Jesus, Peter, Jesus, Peter, John. I think John. I, c- I can't remember who the third one is. If there's a third one, boy, it's gotta suck to be that disciple. because yeah. clearly he's not as memorable as Peter, John, but probably freaking fantastic. I think it's James. It's got to be James. Could be. I don't uh, know. 
But yeah, anyways, the Lord, you know, the Lord's telling me, he's like, you are, you are this general and like, you're almost like this, this operational general where you, where you do the planning things and then you send out the orders and then the or, orders get carried out, uh, well, by like, by, by the saints and by the angels. So like, almost an, like an example would be like, oh, I really feel like this person's supposed to be, supposed to be healed. I remember that almost someone that I have authority over has the gift of healing. So I should send that person to, hey, go, go, go pray for this person to go heal them because you have this gift. So almost kind of like, almost in like, in that sense. And the Lord, the Lord was talking to me about it. And then, and then, you know, he takes me back into the room. And when he takes me back to the room, he says, uh, you have you have control over over the people in the room. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you can tell them. He's like, you can tell them what to do. He's like, you can tell them what to do. And uh, anyways. In the physical. In the physical. So he's so telling you. Hold on. We'll let this little this little guy go. So he's telling you in in this in this encounter. Yeah. That in the physical room in front of you, you can actually manipulate what's happening in the room. Yes. Okay. Which was just to catch the people up. Because yeah. I'm like, when he told me this but yesterday, I, I'm, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I haven't gotten to that what? point yet. Okay. You're doing Keep some going. spoilers. <laughs> Anyways, so he's like, you control people in the room. And I was like, what? And so this young lady was singing, um, singing and uh, praising in, in tongues and just in regular words. And she was sing, singing really loud. And as soon as he says that, he puts almost like a soundboard in front of me with the little, with the little, um, controls and everything. And so her, you've got dials and knobs dials in front of you on like in, a spiritual in, soundboard. In like a spiritual soundboard. And he's, so he says, go ahead, turn her down. Cause she was, <laughs> she was up high. And I was like, okay. So I turn, I turn her down. As, as I turn her down, about a second passes, she, her volume in worship goes down. So, so you're like, the Lord says, turn her down. Go ahead, try it. Turn her down. Yeah. And then you envision yourself pulling down on the dial. Yeah, on the volume. And then her physically, her, physically, her singing voice her singing lowers voice. in tone. Low, not lowers in, in sound. Tone. Lowers in sound. <laughs> so it lowers, it lowers in sound. And I'm like, okay. That was coincidence. Coincidence, Lord. Sure, sure, you know, sure. Yeah, coincidence. Know, I have my doubts. But the, and so he's like, you know, keep going. And so I was like, all right. And so I'm like, she, she's like, goes lower because I have her on low. And then I kind of like, I bring her back up to about, to about a medium. And then a, a second later, she goes back up to a medium right after I hit the volume, the volume knob. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. And then he was like, go, go ahead. Basically unmute, unmute this other lady. She's ready to sing. And wow. so I basically, I unmute her and I turn her up <laughs> and she again about a second passes by she then Boom. begins to sing wow and they're singing together and i was like okay this is kind of cool this is also kind of weird it's tripping me out and then <laughs> i look at another guy who's in the room and i was like you know what i really feel like he's supposed to like play the drums right now uh, so in my mind i was like i'm like okay my spirit, go tell his spirit to play the drums. Ooh. And so the, 
I, I say that to my spirit, and then about, I think it was about two or three seconds passes by, and he starts beating on the floor. Like he's playing. <laughs> Making a drum beat. Like he's, yeah, like he's playing the drums. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Oh, oh man, like it's more than it's not coincidence anymore. Right? Yeah. Like things. Are, You're convincing yourself now. Like I've convinced it's myself happening. now, and that's that all started happening. I was like, okay, all right, I'm kind of done. This is freaking me wow. out. Now. And then you know that's when it ended. And then you know I joined, I joined back in, and there was some other stuff that was going on <laughs> that night. But that's that's all I'm going to sh- share about that encounter. And I was like, wow. oh my gosh, wow. See, I love that story. Because again, I mean, you told me yesterday and, and you, when you told me, you had said like, have I told you this before? And at first I was like, no, you haven't. And then like when you got done, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I do remember him telling me about this, like mm-hmm. the like the day or at least the week that it had happened and mentioned it to me, yeah. but I'd completely forgotten. And so when you reminded me yesterday, I was like, oh my gosh, that is the perfect story for so many reasons. Because A, it, it shows the intimacy of the father. Mm-hmm. B, it shows... His desire to show us how powerful we are, not because of us, but just for fun and giggles mm-hmm. and because he likes to see his kids do cool things. Three, it involves manipulating other people, which normally... I, would, I wouldn't use that term. I would because it sounds <laughs> awful. <laughs> That's what I would say. But not, not manipulating them to do evil, but in the way that it's like, oh, the Lord is actually giving you this level of access in order to like... It's almost like you're a gatekeeper for worship and you're like in a good way and you're letting people in. And so like the Lord's showing you that you have this dial, like he's affirming your authority, but he's also giving you this, this really visual fun way of being able to bring people in into their own encounter. And it's, so it's, it's, I say manipulation because it, because it's a triggering word and I like it, but the reality is like, it's not manipulative. Like you're not making them like do weird things. I don't think that I was making them sure do that but i do think it was more of it was like more of a a permission type deal like if they didn't want right you're giving them spiritual permission yeah to do what you're doing on the soundboard exactly yeah and it was just like okay you're free to do this go do this i think you should do this and then in partnership right you know you get a partner with your leaders if your leader tells you to do something you don't have to do it but in partnership somewhere in the spirit our spirits connected and they made that agreement in that moment and was like okay yeah i'm gonna listen he's obviously has the the lord's given him this authority wow now whether the person knowingly knows that they're being told to do something right or not right the the spirit inside them is gonna uh not fulfill it but carry that out sure that action out so yeah so good i love it i think it's a great way to wrap it up um Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being on this episode um, and listening. I hope that all of these stories that Woody has just shared have impacted you. I hope that you are getting invited into your own heart and realizing the closeness of God in your own life. I hope that you're in tears listening to that story. I hope that you're freaking freaked out, quite frankly, by the idea of getting a soundboard. Maybe the Lord wants to show you your own authority so that you can invite people in around you into spiritual moments. And, you know, maybe he wants you to align angels around different countries or cities or neighborhoods. And, you know, the whole time Woody's been talking, there's six angels just standing around us at this table. And I'm like, what are they doing? Oh, they're listening to my podcast right now. As you and your family should be. Every Thursday, people, new episodes. 
streaming on Thursdays. That was a joke. There are angels here, but, you know, I don't know that they're adamant streamers of uh, my podcast, but they are listening right now. And um, anyway, John Woody Gotts, director of Kavad International. Well, no, I'm sorry. What's your official title? Director of Operations. That's what. Good. I got it right. That's yeah. what I said in, in the last episode. Yes. Director of Operations. Wow. Come on. And Revival Group Pastor, I should say, yeah. at your school, ministry down in uh, PG Belize. And um, dude, I love you. It's love an you absolute honor to have you on my podcast. Honor to be here. And uh, I'm glad that we fit it in on your very tight I'm in America <laughs> schedule. So this is yes. great. And um and hopefully those of you at home along for the journey, you know, hopefully you got wrecked spiritually. Tune in next week. We're going to have a great episode. Um, uh, whoever's here, I don't know. Somebody's going to be here. It's going to be a guest. I don't know who it is yet, but um, we're going to wreck your life. And uh, that's it. Sayonara. Peace out. What's up, party people? Thanks for listening to the Jesus is Supernatural podcast. This podcast was edited and produced by Nikeo Productions. To check out other shows by Nikeo, just search Nikeo Productions wherever you listen to podcasts.